Hey everyone, welcome back to My Ship Story podcast. I'm here with the usual suspects of Brad and Scott. How are you guys doing today? Brad? Yeah, it's okay. I'm not going to complain about anything today. <laughs> no complaints? Even though I have, no, I have loads of complaints, but I'm not going to air them today. Not even I'm one? Keep it, not, not even one. I'm going to keep it complaint free. Well, we'll see if you make it to the end. With, I doubt it, but I, I'm going to try. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Scott, how about you? I know you're getting excited about Halloween coming up. That is my holiday. I've got my buddy, my bodyguard right here. But um, yeah, I'm just having fun doing is that. Is that Michael and Myers? Or the, which one is that? You know, it's funny that that's Michael Myers. Okay, it's not I the original, right. original one. That was like part three or whatever. Oh. But how many people get that confused with Jason? And I do a, you know, this whole TikTok live thing that I do. I basically set him in the chair that I'm in, put some lights on him. And I put live on TikTok and I leave the room and go watch movies or TV <laughs> or the debate or whatever. And I'll go back in and people are like, look, it's Jason. No, it's not. Shut up. They're arguing on my live. <laughs> and then I'll close it out and I'll have like, Anywhere between four and 7,000 people while watching a stuff doing nothing, and it cracks me up. That's just crazy, crazy. But, but hey, real quick, so how did your film show, shoot go today? Uh, I, I didn't do any shooting today. Um, no? I had to go in for a, a wardrobe. So I, I am a, a stage dignitary, um, and I was actually supposed to do this a couple of weeks ago, and they postponed it to do a historical film shoot on the same day back in 1984 so my my filming is i'll be a stage dignitary at the table with ronald reagan when he's doing the berlin wall speech george oh, Trump, cool. down this wall so friday well uh, the next the next one i'll have okay next recording we'll we'll get to hear all about it yeah cool cool well let's move on to our guest today our, our guest today is a friend of mine uh, who I met here in Nashville. So, you know, I have a, a local person here, uh, uh, born and, and bred and lived in Nashville his entire life. Um, I met him through my husband who went to college. You know, there's a lot more and I'll let him speak it all, but he has a degree in fine arts from uh, master's in fine arts from UT. And he's a theater instructor now at MTSU, his alma mater, Middle Tennessee State, for those of you who may not know. Derek Whitaker, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. First of all, I've got to call shenanigans because I believe, Scott, you mentioned uh, is that Michael Myers from Halloween Part 3. Yeah. And Michael Myers wasn't in Halloween 3. Just want to, you know, lay that out there to, to begin with. I'm very old. I've oh, seen them all. I love it. Um, I love it. <laughs> but I, I also love this time of year. I love it when, particularly in Tennessee, when things don't get so hot and humid. I don't know what things yeah. are like out in Oklahoma. but Which uh, installment was, was this one? I know it's not the original, even though a lot of people don't know I, that this was Captain Kirk's face <laughs> as it originated, but this is not the original Halloween with Jamie Lee Curtis. It isn't, and I don't know, there is that, that kind of history about them. But mm -hmm. yeah, I didn't remember the Captain Kirk tie-in, but I don't remember, because he did start looking different. He didn't age well, uh, the more that he went. And I'm not going into the Rob Zombie ones. I'm talking about like the original, right. uh, let's beat this franchise to death. Yeah. Uh, uh, but, now, uh, my fa you'll appreciate this. Um, I have, and it's, it's one of the later ones of this one, but you know, when you go to a store, everybody's supposed to mask up and, you know, wear protective. Uh, really? I haven't heard. Why is that? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I saw a post somewhere, Jamie Lee Curtis that had from his nose down 
of the Michael Myers. Oh, and I was like, yeah. holy yes. crap, I got to find that. So I actually, Jan, uh, do you know uh, Jan Meltzer? Uh, what Christian? is that name again? Jan Meltzer. She was a, she was the stage managed goddess of the, of the, of the ship. And she was my. So, yeah, but the first, I, one thing I forgot to mention is that Derek is our first guest who did not work on Royal Caribbean and he oh worked on Crystal God. Cruises. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, so he worked on Crystal Cruises in the early 2000s. You that guys really need to get awesome. together before we start this thing. Yeah. Just kind of, you know, <laughs> I love it. On this I yeah, no, I am, that's, I am that's how we do things. things. It just, okay. whatever happens, just what planning, who plans? Yeah, so we're, we really all, we're really all part of one big happy cruise ship family. I dig so it, that's, that's right. That's totally that's exciting. Right. Anyway, she, she found it for me, I bought it and that's my, I wear this part of Michael Myers is in my mask that I wear out. You know, I love it, Scott. So just when I thought I couldn't like you anymore, <laughs> suddenly you're through the roof. Wow, I just, it's interesting how the actors all of a sudden just hit it off and just start, you know, <laughs> chatting away. <laughs> Brad, um, we'll talk later. Just give me a call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but I do want to mention, so I have seen um, Derek in a few shows. He does a lot of live theater here in Nashville. So I did see him. One of my favorite ones was uh, he did Ralphie in A Christmas Story, which was just fantastic. It was so much fun. And a a live version of the film and the stories kind of put together. And seven adults play all of the characters. So I I did that for four years in Nashville Rep. So I love it when you come out in that onesie. (laughs) your bunny ears yeah they didn't give it to me when the run ended why did you not wear that one tonight that would have given it to me when the run ended i uh i but i am wearing y'all kind of just say i am wearing part of my crystal cruise casual wear uh that i haven't put on since i stopped wearing for the cruise line because you have to you know you got your formal night and your casual night and your business casual night etc and so forth and this must have been day and or evening wear but it's the first like synthetic uh hawaiian floral print thing i've won uh, i've worn (laughs) in a long time and the memories just come flooding back oh so i could just smell the alcohol yes i was gonna say well that leads us to that you know let's get started on talking about you know ship life and what it was like so why don't you tell us what you went through uh how like how you got hired and and that whole process and and getting on the ship my name is derek whitaker and this is my ship story I uh, was born and raised in Nashville, Tennessee, certainly landlocked, and never would have thought that this would have been a career for me. I didn't know that I would have the opportunity. Plus, I was always, from the time I was T90, I was always a character actor, and typically the performers that are on cruise ships are long and lean and lithe and, and um, dancers and singers, and I'm yeah. an actor who sings and dances, so I never really uh, pursued the theme park or the cruise ship aspect of, uh, of performance. But when I was, um, must have been around the 2000s, there was a company in Nashville uh, called Molyneux Entertainment. And they uh, developed the concept of something they called repertory theater at sea. They started it on Crystal, and I believe they only ever did this type of entertainment for Crystal Cruise Line, which is a oh, six cool. star yeah, cruise line. Very, Ooh, very hoity-toity. Um, very hoity-toity. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, and they uh, did it for a couple of seasons, at least three or four seasons, I think, before I got on. And they did have to kind of test it out and see how it worked. But the whole concept behind repertory theater at sea, RTAS, or we called ourselves the Rats, um, was <laughs> it was three actors. 
And during the course of a cruise, typically two weeks, some more or less, um, we would perform non-musical theatrical entertainment, one acts or an evening with scenes. And we only performed every three or four days. I was doing a show with a very dear friend of mine at the time, uh, Bobby Wyckoff, he's still alive. I don't have to do that. Yeah. And, and I'm not Catholic, so I won't do that. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but Bobby uh, had gotten a job going to do uh, the cruise ship and they were still looking for another actor. And I didn't want to glom onto it because I didn't want to ruin his time if that's what he wanted, time away from home. But I was like, I really want to experience what that's like. I've never been out of the country. I want to see what yeah. that's like. And, and so I auditioned and I was cast and that began a relationship uh, th through Molyneux for Crystal that lasted for um, about five months was one contract. Then I came home two months later, I went back out to see that it was two contracts back to back. That was about eight or nine months. Then I came home uh, for a uh, a month and then I became, uh, during that time I became the director of the program. So then I was able to then go out on the ships for visits rather than having to go out for ex an extended amount of time. Oh, wow. And that was really ideal for me. However, so much a part of working on a ship is that being there in that environment kind of day and night and those connections that you form and the experiences that you have. So it's, it's much like directing a show. Once you open a show then uh, on land, once you open a show, your job is the director is done and that's kind of what it was like it was a little bittersweet for the cruise ships too because i i knew what it could be like i knew the opportunities that were out there but my job was really only to hire people put them on get them rehearsed and running and, and go away again but it allowed me to be at home and explore or enjoy some of those creature comforts that only come when you're on land I mean, I guess it is unique to to those ships, that company, because, you know, uh, the companies that I worked for anyway, Princess or Royal, didn't have anything, didn't have anything like that. I mean, they, the, the entertainment program that they had was, you know, you come on for a week, they do a few shows and they go off. That's most like the way the guest entertainers worked. It wasn't yeah. something that was on the ship that did that type of show like that. And we and, saw yeah, that yeah. and felt that with people coming, you know, and f hopefully those people that you really loved, which, you know, nine times out of 10 you did. And, and those people, when they had a contract and got to go back, if you're out there long enough and you got to see them again, right. those moments were really great. But then there was also that bit of envy seven or eight months in going, oh my God, you get to to go home um, right. and and one of the reasons one uh, uh, one of the things w when I was nearing the end of my time as a performer was I just want to I want to drive my car and I want to eat a peanut butter <laughs> sandwich I want to go to my kitchen and make a peanut yeah. butter sandwich and, yeah. and you can't really do that but uh, and, and I should say this I think I mentioned that we were guest artists we were on a guest artist contract so we lived in in state guest rooms. guest cabin guest state rooms yeah. right well, yeah. they weren't cabins they were state rooms oh, and nice. you were you weren't a passenger <laughs> you were a guest yeah um, yeah we lived and it, sometimes they were obscured view cabins i mean we were yeah. but they were still cabins oh my god there you said it i think I, I owe crystal a dollar i tell you i Sup never supernumerary once, yeah yes. exactly there's an extra <laughs> i never once told my uh cabin steward not to clean my room <laughs> not once the only time ever is if i had a party and I didn't, I didn't think it was fair to him. I cleaned up a little bit before he went in, but uh, he or she, I never told him not to clean my room. Like, come in, you got to do what you got to do. And, 
it was I you're I would check with them in the hall and and say you know what I'm good just you know uh, drop me off a couple of towels and don't worry about emptying the trash can because yeah. I wasn't having parties. Um, <laughs> my room was very neat and tidy. I was asleep every night by 8.30. I um, don't buy that. Not for a second. <laughs> we did have, it was kind of living high on the hog. I mean, but we did, we had guest privileges. So we had, you know, the dinner time, you would go to the dining room every night, yeah. every night oh, yeah, a, no, for every didn't. meal. And you can, might, you I know, never I'm, ate in the dining room. Well, I was going to ask just a, and this is probably a stupid question because I was only on World Caribbean. There so are no all... stupid questions. Scott. <laughs> I, haven't, the I haven't asked it yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you, so... haven't, you haven't talked to these guys yet for very long. <laughs> yeah. So uh, being only on Royal Caribbean, I'm going to ask this. Like, did, did you guys have the same like crew staff and hostess and ship shape directors and... Typically throughout a contract, yeah, they uh, they would last uh, and until their their time was gone or their vacation or hiatus or whatever that you know came. Uh, they would there would be crew staff and and other crew members such as the other performers would have crew duties. Um, the the singers dancers uh, they would they would be the ones running the bingo and, and that oh, sort really? of thing okay. and many and the library and many other duties yeah, and yeah. running so the crew the drills and all that kind of stuff. So, so, so yeah, I think very thing. similar. But just, just as the nature of our contract, we were a representative for Molyneux and a representative for Crystal, and we had response. We had to keep rehearsing, keep the show polished, bring in new material. But uh, part of the unwritten part of our contract was. If you don't make yourself present, nobody's going to know who you are and they're not going to want to come and see a show. People. You know, we had uh, we had a couple of the, I mean, they were on the Royal Caribbean, they were like the, the celebrity status, but there's two people that jumped to the front of my mind out of all of the celebrities that came on. Uh, and Ben Vereen, uh, Bowser from, remember Sha Na Na? Oh my God, of course I do. Those two guys, especially Bowser, and I get it that he wasn't like Jerry Lewis or Patula Clark famous, you know, but he was still uh, a pretty big hit in his, you know, his own thing. And he was in Greece and all that kind of stuff. But that guy, he was the epitome of uh, I'm here to do a job. I do my job with, you know, my, my, my star celebrity show or whatever. But the next day he would be on deck in his Bowser outfit and he would, <laughs> he would peruse around the, the, the pool deck, talk to people, hang out with them. You would go by and he'd be, you know, with, with a family, he would be out on a lounge chair in his rolled up Sean on grease back stuff, talking, having a great time. He worked the entire time he was on the show, uh, yeah. away from the show and the same, not so much outside in the pool deck, for, but for Ben Vereen, he would, which I always thought was fantastic because, uh, after his show, which was power packed and exhausting because he was just so energetic, he would run back to his room, change clothes, run back to the disco and dance and meet people and take pictures and autograph until and, and i've said this before you know real quick like i'm like ben why, why do you do that like you're a superstar you know jerry lewis goes from his room to the whatever and that's it but he was like they put me here i have to thank everybody and i appreciate everybody and i'll do this because i wouldn't be in the position i'm in for for that but those two people worked the entire time they were on you know, they did split cruises and stuff, but yeah. uh, and I, a, I thought that, that was awesome. That comes with that. I really, I love that too. And yeah. I, and you can't teach that, uh, that ethic where people, it, it's, it seems to me very, 
very classical attitude of, of really being appreciative of where you are and mm -hmm. also being appreciative of those people who support you. And particularly in the cruise ship, they may have booked that cruise based upon the fact that they knew you were there. And, oh, yeah. and, and that, that giving something back to them and on a cruise, it's like a small town. I mean, depending on the size of your ship and our maximum capacity was under a thousand, I believe, if we were completely full. Uh, but, uh, but you are around each other all the time and, and so it's very much like a, a small town and so and the minute you do something you shouldn't be doing that is going to travel like wildfire and that was also part of the concern for us as well uh we were uh you know we were reminded before we went on board and you could see it daily if you if you do the least little thing inappropriate uh word will spread and you'll get a <laughs> reputation and 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 so, then you still have four more months before you get to leave town. So, so that could be a hard one to live down. So did you do, you do any anything any inappropriate? <laughs> I would because you hit that twice. So we want to, we want to know about yeah. that. Uh, yeah, I I would I didn't, but I I know people who would. Uh, I knew people who uh, did. He's like no, I, no, did. I didn't do um, anything at all. Uh, I uh, you know uh, you know I'm not going to say I didn't have. Uh, I wasn't overserved upon occasion, but I was never sloppy. I was never <laughs> called in, I was never called into an office to speak to somebody. Right. I, uh, I, I never missed the ship. Although one time we were in the South Pacific somewhere and it was, it, we were tendering to the little Island. I don't remember which yeah. one it was. And uh, I was with a friend of mine, a fellow performer, and we got out there. I mean, we snorkeled in the most beautiful clear water, like right off of an Island. It was, it was just a dream. And then trying to get a cab back from the middle of this Island, to the ship was so tricky and we got back like just as they were loading up things on the tender to take it back off and sail away <laughs> that's probably the closest ever i ever came uh to getting in trouble i know somebody who accidentally acts and i don't i don't mean to say it like it's suspect but but right. who accidentally started a fire Oops. and uh oh, and he do tell how did he what happened? I, I don't us. know. And it may have been, I don't know. It may have been from maybe cigarettes in a trash can or something right. like that. And right. I, it wasn't like it was a party or a bit and no one died. And I think there was some damage to the, the stateroom, but it was minimal. Wow. But uh, I, and I only wow. heard about it. I wasn't, I wasn't working there at that time. I wasn't running the program at that time either. Uh, but yeah, they, they said, you know what, you're out of here. And, oh, yeah. uh, and I knew one other person who, who ran up a large bill and uh, they had to, and they had to say, you know what, you're gone. And the company had to send somebody, you know, somebody Wow. So there. somebody got fired for running up a bill, like a bar bill? Like a, a lot, a lot of bills. A lot wow. of bills. Wow. Um, and and uh, a very talented, wonderful person. Again, I only yeah. know this from kind of looking at it, uh, you know, from the outside, but it's like, uh, you know... And I think there were a number of factors at play, at least in that instance. Uh, and I, I, right. I, I, I don't want to speak ill uh, of anyone. No, no, you have to mention they, their name. You have to, you have to, you have to remember that it is a job, even right. when you're not performing, even when you're hanging out, you know, up by the pool. That that right. you're always representing the cruise line. People will see you, begin to recognize you, and know you. And the minute you uh, are falling down drunk the minute you sleep with somebody you shouldn't the minute you uh do what do you mean sleep with somebody you shouldn't unless it's a uh, guest <laughs> meaning there's 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 no such thing as sleeping with, with anybody, yeah what right? do you mean uh, right but, no, exactly. but, but those things because like i said it's a small town it, it gets around and so we yeah. we were fortunately told going into it uh you know is is 
you know, don't shit where you eat, pardon my, right. pardon my French. And then also yes. be respectful of the people that you are on in this, um, on this journey with, whether you're working together, whether yeah. they're guests or, or, or wherever you are, if you're in a foreign port, my God, do what is right and, and treat uh, yourself and each other with respect. I, uh, yeah. So how, how many of you, and this is, this could go all the way around, but um, other than the crossing because the ship was brand new and nobody was on there, did you guys work at a, uh, a like a transatlantic crossing, like crew with, with passengers and stuff from, you know, I don't know, New York yeah. to, or whatever. What was yeah, that I, like working on a what seven day crossing or transatlantic? Well, you, you probably did plenty of cruising around the world, Derek, didn't you? I did. Um, I started out in um, uh, my first contract was the Caribbean and the canal to Costa Rica and back and forth. And then we um, then did a month around the Hawaiian islands and they asked us to extend our contract by one cruise. So we, that's what got me to the South Pacific and dropped me off in New Zealand. I never got to Australia. I was so upset, but I I had a reunion. I was coming home to go to a high school reunion and and I I, I had to leave. So we all left. Um, But then, uh, then two months, home and then I joined the ship in the Baltic and we did Russia and we did um, uh, the UK and unfortunately never got to the Mediterranean but did that whole kind of northern lights uh, oh, spring to summer um, awesome. uh, cruise experience. Great and then cruise. We did uh, we yeah. did uh, Iceland to Greenland, and then wow. we had that crossing. Wow. And I think I think it was longer than that. I think we were. I don't think I, the cruise. Maybe it was a seven day cruise. But you you know you leave port, you leave Greenland, Nook Greenland. I think Nook yeah. I think is where we were, and we we started sailing. And then you don't see land until you get. Uh, to New York Harbor. So I sailed into New York, just like the Titanic should have. And, uh, <laughs> and then, sorry, too soon. Um, but then you- No, uh, 100 then, years is more than enough. <laughs> then we did, we did the, uh, the Canadian, uh, the Canadian cruise and, up and down. Is it the St. Right. Lawrence? Yeah. Uh, did that. That was our fall cruise. Then we did the Eastern Seaboard uh, back to Florida. Then we did lots more of those Caribbean, Costa Rica, Panama Canal. Then uh, we started doing our equator crossings and Brazil and oh, South yeah, America cool. and Argentina. I would love to go back. Um, yeah. And then and then to end that contract, we went down the western coast of South America. So I saw uh, Chile and Peru. I think that's where I left the ship. Uh, was, was oh, Peru, so. But I didn't get to see Machu Picchu. And, uh, uh, and then okay, that was home. my question. I wish I could have. Um, so Pretty many great things, that, you know, so many, but a friend of mine always said, you know, on any contract, always leave one port unseen because, you know, that's, that'll ensure that you go back someday. And then uh, cruising around Hawaii, a friend said, throw your lay into the water. And that means, you know, that you will return to Hawaii someday. We weren't allowed to throw anything in the water. Um, but, uh, but, <laughs> Keeping but, it yeah. green. <laughs> but uh, so that's, uh, that's, where, oh, uh, and yeah, I guess so. So then when I started joining as a director, I got to go and visit a couple of times a different cast. I think the last 
extended journey when I was on, I got to see the Pacific Northwest and Alaska. And I think I was there for the whole cruise. I went in that one and I loved it. I would go back. I loved, I know some people who said, oh my God, I've got to do Alaska for three months. Well, I, I think I, yeah. I could do Alaska uh, for three I'm, months. I did Alaska. I did uh, half the season. I joined in July yeah. and that was good. Um, you know, it was a, about enough time. That's enough time to see Alaska. I didn't need to do any more than that. And then I did a, I did a 90 day um, repositioning cruise from Vancouver to Singapore, but we went through the Panama oh. Canal, through the, uh, across the Atlantic, uh, wow. you know, through the Med, through the Suez and around India over to Singapore. Yeah. And that was fantastic. That was a trip of a life. That was my last cruise. That, I mean, my last wow. contract. Great way to go out. Yeah. yeah I so thought awesome. it, it never, was fantastic. I was always in the Caribbean and then, you know, on the song of America, we did go through the Panama Canal to, uh, like you said, uh, Costa Rica and, and, um, uh, those places over there, but uh, never went other than when I was done with the cruise to Europe or anything like that. So totally jealous. And of you that. should, you should. T- I mean, I was just watching something the other day. I think it was, uh, oh, fa, fa, fa. I was watching a new show called, uh, Flesh and Blood on Masterpiece on public uh, television. Um, just, you know, if you didn't know, look how smart I am. I've read almost all of these books. Um, but yes, I was watching it and they show which, what had to have been Dover. And uh, I shouldn't say Ben Dover. Yeah, it sounded uh, but, like you said Ben Dover. <laughs> that's another story. I was like, but, wait, uh, I missed that. What happened? I, uh, but, I, uh, but I have been to Dover and I yeah, have got and- to see, there are actually white yeah of dover uh-huh. and it's one of the most stunning things live or but but, but but i i never i never knew that until then and that's one of those experiences that that you get when you just step outside of your comfort zone when you just step outside of your yard or you go someplace new whether it's locally or or another state or my god when you go and visit another country which so many people in this world get the opportunity to do with regularity but we're you know we're we're a country of all of these states we don't often get outside of our border and talk about really learning something about someone else and someplace else uh, my gosh go go on a cruise and and mm-hmm. see what what all is out there and yeah. uh, and really expose yourself to that so if you've never been to Europe or my god the Mediterranean I mean I'm a, I'm a theater artist I want to I want to do I want to see uh, I want to see Greece I want to see a Greek amphitheater I, I, I want to see Rome and toss a coin and, and, and is it Trevi Fountain I mean I want to I want to do that kind of stuff as well and I, I hope that someday I will, but I, I got to see the top of the Eiffel Tower. I got to see the Hermitage in St. Petersburg. I got oh, to wow. see, um, you know, and, and like I said, snorkeling in the South Pacific or, or being able to go back to a Hawaiian island like more than once. Granted, we were only yeah. on each island so for a awesome. day or two, but getting the chance to do that really broadened my perspective. It opened my eyes and it, it helped me to celebrate. You know, so did you, so in your time uh, with your, with that cruise line, you, so you did the one cruise line, right? Just Crystal? Just Crystal. Okay. Yes. Did you do? And it was and, enough. Crystal it, was enough. <laughs> but yes, no. Uh, did you, crystal did crystal. you do all, you said three or four ships? Did you do all the ships in the fleet? I, uh, they have three, they had three in the line at the time. Uh, the Harmony was sold. So they now have the Symphony and the Serenity. And I haven't even checked online to see what's happening in the industry, but particularly on, on Crystal. Now I haven't even talked to my friends, you know, at Molyneux entertainment for years so i don't know what's going on with them with them now but i i was on two of the three lines and like you know and talk about you know 
starting kind of starting at the top and I, this is not to disparage uh what are you saying or, Derek? Or, or, or <laughs> any of the other myriad of cruise lines out there because i also say and i, I tr i assure you america i'm not here to sell you a ticket on a cruise ship but let me just say is that if you're looking for a great vacation you should go on a cruise because you get you have to worry about so many things you can find the right cruise ship and destination for you if you want to party if you just want to sit and read if you want to see historic places and whatever you, you can find an affordable cruise for and i'm assuming particularly with you know what's happening globally right now i mean you can find something that you can afford and find something that fits for you i was on a ship like i said that uh, if maximum capacity was there and it wasn't always but you know that would be a thousand guests i think max and so there was never a line there was never Never, uh, people, you know, getting drunk and naked in the pool, you know, guests going crazy, whatever like that. They weren't because this was largely a uh, a, um, oh, it's a, a, high a rich product. white yeah. Republican. Yeah, and I yeah, don't yeah, mean yeah. generalities, but a higher and an older clientele that were looking for a place where they wouldn't have to put up with all the families or all the the spring breakers or whatever. Right. And so we started. Uh, my time on cruise ships was something, a, a ship of our size that maybe had a maximum capacity of a thousand guests, similar cruise lines, similar sizes might have upwards of 2000 or more guests. So we kind of had the place to ourselves, even when we were full. And, uh, and so I, my world of cruising was, um, my introduction to the world of cruising was, uh, I think, different than if I had gone on a uh, Royal Caribbean or a Princess or a, you know, yeah. a, 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 a the myriad of choices, particularly so, where people are there to no, just I, go nuts. I love that in general, and I and I tell everybody uh, the, kind of the same thing that you just. Uh, that you just explained it doesn't matter what cruise line that you go on just make sure you go on a cruise because yeah. it is a hotel that follows you around and my favorite part the reason i mean a lot of people like sea days i i like the least amount of sea bays because uh even though we worked on it you know you wake up and you're in a different land no matter where you're cruising in the world and i thought that that's just the most perfect vacation that you can go on because of the the um the different places that you end up and you get to explore and each place that you explore, you get, you grow from that a little bit because you've actually seen the Parthenon and you've seen the Eiffel tower and you've had, you've gone down the river sins and stuff like that. Yeah. So let me, let me yeah. ask you this. So in your cruise career, what was your favorite ship and why? And the second question is what do you think would be the most memorable time that you took with you? You always loved your first, right? The Harmony was my first. So I'll always have a, a deep fondness for that ship. I got to meet great people. I got to see lots of great things. I had lots of laughs, lots of drinks. I, I, uh, uh, I and eat lots of great food and uh, and then before I knew it I was I was comfortable on both but talking about a memorable ex memorable experience for me was just one of my first going what have I done and am I gonna you know am I gonna like this am I gonna like having to be always on well I'm somebody who really kind of is always on so I was gonna like say that it. should be easy for you so I have a quick question for you since you're a performer and we've had other performers come on and tell us kind of things that possibly go wrong in the shows. I'm sure that 
you know, most of the time everything went well and great, but there has to be instances where something went wrong. Is there something that you can remember a story of something that went wrong during one of the shows? There were times, if it ever got too rough, they would, you know, they would postpone the shows, but nobody ever embarrassed themselves or us. I don't think we did. We were always brilliant, always spot on. Um, <laughs> uh, I, 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 mean, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if I could say, you know, there was one moment where I just wanted to hang my, head and shame did yeah. anybody uh, ever uh, miss any lines where you would have to you got totally flustered and had to uh, ad lib not there i mean i could tell you i'm sure a uh, half a dozen stories if not more from things and and, and and where i was the violator of and, and as an actor if somebody does something on stage that's honest and real and believable in that moment i'm the the audience member in me is there to appreciate it and so i <laughs> i have many times have had to drop my head or bite the inside of my cheek or turn and face up stage you know i, I will do that because i really appreciate good acting and I love people who are willing to be in that moment and play uh, with, with reckless abandon. And that while how, how performing and, and things in general, uh, if you are technically, if you are tied up at a pier, all of that ports laws and rules, um, mm -hmm. you had to manage right. that. And that's another one of the reasons why if they were off at five thirty and then they didn't shoot new shows in the port, they, you know, you had to abide by it. That's even like, you know, even doing a Disney song, if you are tied by a rope to that pier, you have to adhere to the U.S. you know guidelines and stuff. You know, mm -hmm. um, you know the the transatlantic thing. Like one of the things that that always um, come back to a, a memory when I got on the ship. Uh, earlier, you did the sound that like mm -hmm. you know you hear that sound on any ship, and I was like. Uh, that one and dancing and and you know the dancers on the stage mm -hmm. those things those three things one was the ship blast that one went back to and all of these go back to uh, one of my favorite movies of all time a fair to remember and i was like oh my gosh i'm on the pull deck i'm on the cruise ship a fair to remember <laughs> and you're in the island and you hear the first blast like hey you got an hour to get back to the ship Affair to remember. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm here. I'm there. Carrie, great. Mm -hmm. And then, so the other one on the dancing, the first time we had where the dancers would like hold a line and they'd, you know, the ship would rock was Royal Wedding with Fred Astaire and, and, um, uh, you know, where, where they do that whole scene when the, when the stage is, is tilting and stuff. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm in the movies. This is yeah. real. like that. All of those just uh, still like hearing the ship's horn, you're like, I worked on there and I think it all probably attributes back to the love boat, you know, cause that was, Oh, of course. That brought course. everything back to the, you know, to the main stage. Uh, anyhow, I know we've gone way overboard here, but thank you so much, Derek, for, for, for joining us. I really appreciate it. It's great to see you. Always a good Same time here. talking to you. It's really nice meeting you and, and talking. Nice to you. meet you, Scott. Nice to meet you, Brad. And nice always great you. to see was... Eric. I hope I get yeah. to see you more. Really, we'll yeah. talk again. We'll talk again soon. Yeah. Okay, thank bon you. Bon voyage. Wow. Bye. And scene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bye, Derek. Thanks so much. Bye. You. Oh my God, he's a trip. Hey everyone, the ship is about to set sail, which brings us to an end for today. We hope that you enjoy the podcast. For bonus audio, and if you would like to see this podcast and video, please visit our YouTube channel, 
My Ship Story. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram as My Ship Story. Don't forget to let us know if you're a past or present crew member, and if you have a story that you would like to tell, or if you like, you can email us your story for us to read on the air. Email us at myshipstorypodcast at yahoo.com. That's myshipstorypodcast at yahoo.com. Goodbye for now, and be sure to tune in next week, same time, as we'll have a new podcast every Monday. Bon voyage!